Welcome to episode 124 of Crack the Customer Code. Thanks to the Customer Experience Professionals Association for sponsoring this episode. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Toporek. But just a few weeks ago, we were together live at the CXPA Insight Exchange, where we recorded this special interview. We were live. It was a concert. <laughs> That's right. People had lighters. It was very exciting. It, 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 it was epic. It was like the Eagles reunion tour. We sold out the arena. <laughs> we did. <laughs> well, we do have a very special interview for you recorded live with Brian Andrews, and he is the vice president of customer experience with Sprint. And we had a great conversation. So I'm going to let Jeannie fill us in a bit more about Brian, and then we are going to get right to it. Awesome. Brian Andrews joined Sprint in February 2015 to lead Sprint's customer experience transformation and install Sprint's Net Promoter System, NPS. Prior to Sprint, Brian held executive roles at Compaq HP and Intuit, where he pioneered process improvement, customer experience, and loyalty efforts. While at Intuit, the company became the first one to adopt NPS, which is pretty remarkable. Brian also is a charter member of the CXPA, like me, and has been actively involved. Here's the conversation we had at the CXPA Insight Exchange. Hi, we're here with Brian Andrews, who is the Vice President of Customer Experience at Sprint. We're pleased to have you with us on Crack the Customer Code. So awesome. thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And you shared with me a little bit ago about your journey with NPS, and you were with Intuit when they were the first ones to launch NPS. Is that Correct. right? Okay. Correct. So can you tell us a little bit about that process and what that was like? Yeah, so it was a little bit, you know, I equate it to a little bit like what Neil Armstrong must have felt like when he landed on the moon. <laughs> and I mean, somewhat familiar with aircraft, but a totally different uh, context and environment. And at the time, we had no playbook. So there was no article written, there was no book written on MPS. Um, the ultimate question hadn't come out or the Harvard Business Review article hadn't come out yet. Fred Reicheld, uh, who as you know, started MPS with uh, Satmetrics, um, was an old Bain colleague of the founder of Intuit, uh, a guy named Scott Cook. And they had lunch one day and Scott really loved the idea and we adopted it uh, that afternoon, right after lunch. We wow. decided this is, the, this is what we're gonna go do. So Fred came on board, uh, helped us in the early days, and then um, we went off and made like every mistake possible <laughs> that you could make. But that was 2003, so that was uh, about 13 years ago. Wow, wow. And so now you are at Sprint? At Sprint, yeah. And so uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you're rolling that out there and your responsibilities? and? And the goals that you have there. Yeah, so uh, we got a new CEO um, about a year and a half ago, and uh, he wanted to use the customer focus and build a customer focused organization to transform the company. So they were looking for some somebody who had some experience in this before, and I was recommended. So I went. Uh, checked it out. I had no real desire to go back into corporate life, but um, but it was just such a, a an incredible challenge. I felt like um, this was an industry that was ready for disruption, and generally, the the whole wireless telecom experience isn't at the top of the Nordstrom's list or the Uber list. I mean, this is not what people think about in terms of great experiences. So I felt like. Uh, could could I take some of my background and, and knowledge and experience 
and help transform the company and help transform the industry and make people's lives much better. We've got uh, tens of millions of customers in our prepaid and our postpaid world and um, I felt like uh, it was a great opportunity to take the company from worst to first is our goal. So tell us how you're using NPS currently with other metrics without giving away your secret sauce or yeah. anything like that. You know, how are you using it as part of a holistic program? Well, we've um, it is it is our primary metric in terms of how we're doing. Are we creating more promoters and creating great experiences so worthy of people's um, affection that they're willing to put their own reputation on the line? Are we having uh, very very few detractors with the experience? So, so we we constantly look at for various segments for uh, for how we design our our approach on doing that, reducing the number of detractors and figuring out what the root causes are, and then creating ways to delight customers in unexpected ways. So uh, that is our primary metric for how we're doing from a customer experience perspe perspective. And it's not just a metric, it's, it's all around what does it take as a culture to get to delighting customers every day and what kind of uh, unanticipated things get, that we can do to delight customers. And we learn from com companies outside the industry. So we learn from Chick-fil-A and we've got now, we've got stores that uh, if it's raining, they take customers to their car uh, and a wireless experience. You wouldn't necessarily think that that's gonna happen when you go to a wireless store. We have a, a service we call direct to you where if you wanna get a new phone, instead of having to go to a store, they'll come to your house, they'll give you a new phone, transfer all your data, do everything they, they would do. Uh, at a store in your house or or you can meet them at Starbucks if you feel uncomfortable with someone coming into your house you can meet them at a hotel or Starbucks uh, and uh, get a brand new phone and, and be ready to go when you leave that experience so so we're experimenting with different approaches to create delight in unexpected ways to try to refine the entire experience have there been any surprises when you're looking at those root causes or even the feedback that you're getting from from customers about how to delight them? Has there been anything that you think has been a, a surprise in a good or a bad way? Yeah, so I think the biggest surprise for me is I have, I have not spent a lot of time in retail. And we have uh, over, by the time you add our dealer stores with our stores, we have over 6,000 re uh, retail locations. And generally it's an environment where you've got high turnover with the employees. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's been a lot of focus on this next generation and their attitude toward customers, but our people at the front lines are incredible. That's the biggest surprise to me is that's not where the issue is. The issue is how do we make sure we equip and enable them to do what they naturally want to do, which is serve customers in a very profound way. In fact, they're our highest employee engagement score is at the front lines, which in some organization it's the opposite. All the senior executives are highly engaged, and as you move down to the front lines, you have the lowest engagement. We're quite the opposite, where we've got highly, highly engaged people at the front line, and um, it's a real asset for us to work with. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. That doesn't always happen in retail. Yeah, definitely so. not. <laughs> so what, uh, we're here at CXBA, so what's a, a takeaway you're taking away from this conference and back to your organization? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's always great to be around peers and to learn from best practices. And some of the things that I, I always struggle with and I'm always impressed with is I think the companies that do it the best 
keep it really simple. I mean, they have a way of taking something that's very complicated and turning it into just something super simple. And um, whether the models they use or the philosophies or the words that they choose, uh, very easy to communicate, engage the front lines. Uh, and sometimes um, it's easy to make things complex, you know, when you're, and, and I think part of it is my own tendency is I, I may get a little bit bored and I may want to make, just add this and add this mm -hmm. and, and oh, wouldn't it be a little bit better if I, and all of a sudden it starts, looks, it looks like Frankenstein versus some real elegant design. And I think I always have to keep reminding myself and how there's such power in keeping the model simple and keeping the communication simple. And uh, whenever, uh, it's certainly best practices, we heard from uh, Safe Light today, I think uh, very, very good examples of keeping things simple. So um, to me, it's always a great reminder and I took a lot of pictures and a lot of notes around uh, simplification. So um, that to me uh, struck me. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, a wise thing to take away too because we all do that we all tend to overcomplicate things in our own world so yeah although we try i mean we keep yeah trying but it's easy to, to lose your way yeah uh, do you believe complexity is the enemy of action yeah, yeah the more <laughs> complex the less likely people are to act on it so yeah, that's right very that's true. right but you get as you know you get pulls from people that want the level of detail and want the complexity and and it's easy to kind of succumb to that mm -hmm. versus just um, being the person that tries to keep things simple. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, that's a great place yep. to stop, I think, because we shared a lot in this short time. So thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having thank me. Thank you, Roger. Yeah. Enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Crack the Customer Code live from the CXPA Insight Exchange. You can see the show notes for this and all of our episodes. Subscribe and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and see my TEDx talk at 360connects.com. And don't forget to drop by iTunes and leave us a review. I'm Adam Tapork, and you can connect with me and find out more about my book, Be Your Customer's Hero, and our customer service workshops and training at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.